G'day punters and welcome to Winning Coast's preview podcast for the weekend of Saturday, June 19. I'm John Barker and joining me once again, Jackpot Joel Marshall and Dynamite Dan Nuttall. Well, Joel, it is uh, Ipswich Cup Day, uh, three listed events as always, um, but as Dan's written about this week, uh, the best horse in the program might be uh, earlier in the card in, the, in a benchmark 78 uh, in Incentivise. Indeed, yeah, incentivise. I haven't caught up with Daniel's story for the paper this week, but uh, I see that the horse has new colours too. Uh, looks like Brace, Sokolsky and a couple of other uh, clients may have bought into it. It certainly looks like he's carrying his colours, but yeah, exciting horse. Four from seven, uh, bolted in at Toowoomba and then went to Eagle Farm and just uh, won as he pleased, nine lengths. So yeah, he's come up a dollar thirty-three, so he's very short. I don't know if I'd want to be taking that, but uh, yeah, certainly a, a highlight on the support card. Ipswich always a, a tricky meeting this because you've got horses, you know, getting towards the end of carnival. Some that have even, you know, sort of come from Melbourne and Sydney, and now they're stretching right through to the end of Queensland. You've got a, a tricky track to deal with too. So yeah, I know it's. Uh, it's uh, certainly a, a tricky day. Certainly, it has been for me in the past, and I'm sure many punters are like. But uh, yeah, interesting. The eyeliner uh, is not a bad field. It's probably got a bit of a tail to it. But uh, I think the Kieran Ma three-year-old Amish boy looks pretty well placed. And uh, Daniel, I was just saying to Joel uh, that uh, the most exciting horse on the program might be incentivised. He was noting that. Uh, a couple of big owners have uh, brought into it, including yes, Bloodstock. Hence the uh, hence the new grey, black, and olive tartan colours. Um, stepping up to twenty five hundred, Joel was saying a uh, dollar thirty three, but I think that might be. I think you might be struggling to get a dollar thirty three with uh, Olympic class stretched. I think a dollar twenty five was what I saw. Yeah, that's correct. And um, oh, look. It- I don't know who they back to beat it either. I thought Olympic class, if any, was going to be the danger, but um, that horse has been taken out. And Isabella Spring, I think, is the next favourite in the race. And Incentivise beat that horse at Toowoomba by seven lengths. So I don't think we'll be getting a whole heap more than 124. Maybe 130, 135 won't be the best on race day. But from what he's done so far, deserves that quote. Uh, looks a very promising stayer. And, yeah, as you said, a couple of big-name owners getting on board, um, thinking he's going places. So... That, but I think the quaddy legs is, you know, the eyeliner, Gay Waterhouse and the, and the Ipswich Cup, they all, they all look like good betting races as well. All right. Well, why don't we take you right through the quaddy? Only the three black type races, but we may as well knock over the first leg as well, which is race six, the River 949 FM Class 6 plate, 1,200 metres, set weights as we speak to you on Thursday afternoon already, four of them out, 12 left in it. Where'd you go here, Daniel? Yeah, well, the, the, the top weight axe has been, um, the joint top weight axe has been taken out. He would have sort of added a little, um, a little bit of intrigue to the race. Desert Lord, deserved favourite, and he's my top pick. He's trialled up really well in readiness for this. Sat second in a recent Sunshine Coast trial. Wasn't asked to do a whole heap, but was taking ground off a runaway leader um, in the straight. Those two put about at 10 lengths on the rest of the field in the trial. So nice trial effort. His last, his most recent first up win at Eagle Farm was dominant. He sent out a $1.80 favourite there and sat back and blew them away. It was a really strong win. He does have a habit of sometimes mixing his form. He um, can put in the odd head scratcher, but on 
ability. He's clearly the best horse in this race, and if he can, um, yeah, if he can run up to his first up win last start, he'll he'll be really hard to beat. So three on top, Snow Valley, and next to sixteen. Um, found a few good sprinters, a bit nippy over a thousand meters first up. After the claim, only to carry fifty-one kilos. Won't know ourselves with that weight. Uh, in for third, Doctor Why not? Just drawn wide, but I oh, can't knock his form. He's he's been in the top two in all seven starts. His preparation, winning four of them. And in for fourth, I got the nine Phantom Falcon. My numbers three on top of sixteen, five and nine. Yeah, I've gone with the sixteen on top, Snow Valley. A few of these meet. Desert Lord quite badly off at the weights being a set weights race, but she doesn't. She should be getting seven kilos off him, off handicap ratings, and she's actually getting eight after the claim. So I think she's pretty well placed. She can be a bit hard to catch, but I thought she did enough first up, 1,000 metres, probably a bit too sharp there behind Usmanov. Uh, going back to her run three starts back where she finished fourth uh, in that Magic Millions race. I know it's a restricted race. Some of those races can have a tail, but... Pretty strong race uh, this year with Crone winning it. There's only a length off her. So I think if she runs up to that, she's going to be very hard to beat. Uh, Desert Lord, certainly testing material. Very impressive first up last time in. And next best, number 10, Roman Aureus, who resumes from a spell. Got a pretty good record. Eight top two finishes from 15 starts. Certainly can't uh, underestimate him. And the very consistent Dr. Why Not puts himself on speed, which should be a help here. And the claim gets him in well. He's been racing very consistently. But I've gone 16 on top from 3, 10 and 5. Second leg of the quaddy and first of the black type racing is race 7, TAB, Ipswich Cup, 2150 metre quality handicap at Daniel. So you win on top. I know he's, um, he's currently still in the field for the McKell Cup in Sydney, but he's drawn much better here and he has been racing up here of late. So... You'd think they stay here, um, and hoping he does. I think he this looks a good race for him. He he's on the quick backup. He was um, he raced the Wayne Wilson Eagle Farm last Saturday and settled at the rear of the field. It was sort of an on pace race. The two on paces <coughs> fought out for the Cougar Dolphin runners, and but he was running on pretty well. Um, I think up in trip suits him. He was he was mown down by warning three back over two thousand meters in a Group Three. Well, he hasn't won this prep, but he's been going well all. Put together a pretty good body of work, I think, and just um, I think this might be the race he can break through. De- certainly deserves it. So he's on top the two. Uh, in for second, we got the four, lure me in. Uh, coming up to Eagle Fire, coming up to Queensland, third up after its going cup win. And um, it didn't really threaten there, but wasn't far away. That run of the belt and the rising trip will certainly go closer. In good health, we'll roll forward and, uh, and get a, give a side up on the speed and the Lord Mayor. Um, I think it's up to this on his best form as well. My numbers, two, four, eight, sorry, two, four, three, five. Yeah, I've gone looking up towards the top here. I'm giving Lumi in another chance. I was disappointed in him last start. I've sort of been with him right through this prep. He was very good first up. He got the job done at Scone. I was confident he could measure up to that Group 3 Lord Mayor's Cup, but he just whacked away in the straight after seemingly having a, you know, a good run and coming to the turn. I just thought he'd let down and be in the finish, but... Maybe he didn't really handle Eagle Farm when sort of hearing that is a bit of an excuse these days for some horses. So, look, I'm going to give him another chance because he was going really well before that. Two, so you wins, having a good prep, just hasn't won one, but uh, better suited in a handicap as opposed to the weight for age race last start where he was good against the tempo. Uh, three, in good health. Uh, Blinkers went on in Adelaide. She was a bit keen in front, but she made a mess of them and then came back in distance last time out at weight for age at Eagle Farm and Got run over there. I think 
Ipswich suits her on-pace style and back-up and trip will suit. And speaking of on-paces, number one, Inverloch, he'll be up there too, punching away. I just don't think he ran 2,400 last start. His previous form was much better than that. I've gone four from two, three, and one. Race eight at Ipswich on Saturday is the city of Ipswich, Iwina Stakes, third leg of the quaddy. 1,350-metre quality handicap at listed level, the eyeliner stakes, Daniel. With Splendour on, Splendour on the grass, thought she appealed at uh, – she resumed in a, a pretty strong mare's race first up, and I thought she performed well there. Um, a bit of length ago. She was only two lengths off the winner, Exhilarates. She's much better suited stepping up to the 1,350. She was over a sprint trip fresh. Um, she drops to 54 kilos. Uh, and I just thought, and as, as well as that, she handles Ipswich. She's had the one run, run one, one, yeah, for one uh, pretty convincing win uh, late. And we've got the horses, of course, worth a bet at big odds. In next, I've got the two Amish boys, almost in the, in the Fred Best, rushing on from last. Just missed the Quinella of Apache Chase and Ayrton. Ayrton come out and win convincingly as expected last last weekend. Uh, really discreet, I think, is another down the, down the weight to appeals. It was a very impressive. Right in grade for this, but she was a pretty promising mare and in the past has, um, holds form when she finds it. The 10 acts, I think, is a chance as well. And the five Vishani Hustler, I thought it was over the odds. Um, disappointing last start, do you can see, but the, the run prior at Doombin, at a big price was excellent. The length behind Barter and the Chief to be his listed race. So, if you're going to regain that form, he's certainly better than a 50 to 1 shot. So, worth throwing into, into your quaddy, I think. 13, 2, 14, 10, and then the 5. Yeah, I'm with the three year old Amish boy. The negatives are that he's won one from 15, he's been up a while, and he's got 58 against horses that have won between four and nine races. So, you know, he's weighted right up here. But uh, obviously, the pluses are that he's Group 1 placed in the new market. His last run was excellent in the Fred Best, best last 600 of the day. And he's got the informed Craig Williams to ride from a pretty sweet barrier. So I'm going his way to get a deserved feature win ahead of 10 Axe, who measured up to Group 3 company last time out of some good benchmark form. Uh, 13, Splendour on the grass. I thought she could run well second up with that handy, fresh effort under the belt. And I thought the blowout might be number nine, Snitch. He's won nine from 39. He kicked off his prep in pretty good style. He got back and hit the line pretty well in restricted room. He drops from 58 to 54. And Tony Gollan has uh, well, he's got up with some good price winners in the past couple of months. So I think this horse from the inside gate is worth considering at a bit of a price. But I'm with two Amish boy from 10, 13 and 9. And race nine at Ipswich, final leg of the quaddy, last of the three black type races, is the Ipswich Turf Club Gay Waterhouse Classic, 1,200-metre uh, quality uh, listed event for fillies and mares, Daniel. Uh, with the Golan Mare Nidorp here, she <clears throat> says, uh, is that a trial between runs and when finishing ninth in the Chief De Villa's last start? She got back from a wide gate and... It was sort of foreign territory for her getting that far back. She's normally right up on the speed. Uh, she still ran pretty well there. She was closest at the ends, and um, she's a third-up winner. As and as I touched on, she had a trial in between runs and, and won that pretty easily on, with um, backed up with a good time on the clock. So 
Churro forward here. Um, thought it was one that was over the odds around 10, 10 to 1. So Needorf each way. Got the 9, Lillymore in next. Uh, Sydney visitor, she was too good at Randwick first up. Malkovich, the, the runner-up of that race, came out and won next start. Uh, she gets it well at 54 kilos. Boomtown Lass, very good very good horse early on in the preparation. She continued a very good first start record, went a good second to the inform of last start. Um, she's drawn ideally barrier one here, so she's always got to be considered. And in for four, they've got the, uh, the seven, Intrepidacious. My numbers, three, nine, two, seven. Yeah, I've gone with nine, Lily Moore. Uh, well found in the market, but uh, she's got a good overall record, six from 16. That was a good fresher in, as Daniel said, defeating the speedy Melkovich. And yeah, I think she can progress to a black type race this time in, and this might be it. Uh, two, Boomtown Lass, very good first up. Just no match for Usmanov, despite the pull in the weights. I thought she might get the better of him because of that factor first up, but she couldn't. She will strip fitter. She'll get a lovely run from the inside here. Three, Needort, they can use her speed here today with the blinkers on and from a better draw. And four, Blazing Miss. I liked her at Doombin. She ran well. I butted up at Eagle Farm and she was terrible. Uh, perhaps again, uh, tricked up by Eagle Farm. She's got good uh, gate speed. She's got a good barrier. She bounces back and finds that form from two runs back. She can certainly figure in the finish. Nine on top for me, though, from two, three, and four. All right. That wraps up it, Twitch. Uh, almost. Joel's best was race eight, number two, Amish Boy, and his value bet, race six, number 16, Snow Valley. We've heard about Daniel's value bet, which was race eight, number 13, Splendor on the Grass. And tell us about your best on the card, Daniel, race two, number 10, Prospectus. Yeah, he's been a bit costly, Prospectus. It's um, It's been about 260 days since his last win. He's gone down on a as a favourite on a couple of occasions there, but I think he's going really well. He just got caught up um, in behind a bit of traffic at a, at a key stage at Doombin last start. The rider, if he had his time again, Luke Dippen might have went to the outside, but was trying to look for runs on the inside. And um, <clears throat> unfortunately for him, that uh, that worked against Prospectus. He was caught up while the leader was sort of off and gone. He ran on really well and, and did well to get as close as he did. He stays at the mile, which is his favoured trip. Um, he's got Craig Williams going on board him. He drops three and a half kilos. We'll need a little bit of luck. We'll be sort of hemmed away on the on the fence there, uh, maybe a couple of pairs back. So we'll need some luck at the right time and a really good ride. But as Joel touched on earlier, Craig Williams in an informed jockey rode uh, three three legs in the quaddy last weekend. So uh, if you got the, he's the right man for the job, I think, and I think he can get out the right stage. He just might be too good for these prospectus. Uh, pretty good price as well, around the four dollars eighty five dollars mark. So he's my best at Ipswich. Race two, number ten. Alrighty, Rose Hill, the venue for Sydney racing on Saturday. There is one black type race. It is race seven, which is the 4X WJ McKell Cup, 2,000 metre quality listed event. Joel, you are like one up from Melbourne here. Yes, I do. Uh, number 12, Approach Discreet. Now, he is a good wet tracker. Uh, we saw him come to, up to Sydney last preparation and manage a win over 2,400 metres. His form this prep has been very good. He's been hitting the line hard. Uh, certainly latest at Rose Hill was excellent with the big weight. He drops down to 53 for the step up from 78 grade. So it is a step up in company, but I think he can handle it, and particularly on soft six or worse, which I think we're going to be on because it's been sort of a soft seven all week. 
I think it's been sort of drying, but uh, Saturday we're expecting some rain in Sydney. So I think he gets his chance to measure up to a good race approach to Screet. Uh, Yonkers can't fault his recent form. Two, Wugok, if the rain comes, that's going to play right into his hands. And seven, Berdebeck didn't have a lot of luck when trying to run on last time out. But when he did see some late galloping room, he hit the line nicely. Third up, he should be ready to peak. 12 on top for me. Keen on him each way from three, two, and seven. Yeah, boys, uh, also gone one at each way odds in um, the seven, Berdebeck. Yeah, Joel, Joel touched on not much room. Second up at Rose Hill, but I really like the way he finished off, went out. Uh, looks ready to peak third up. Drops two and a half kilos for this. And does possess a really good finish on his day, this horse. So um, I think he can certainly be able to have the sprint to, he's close enough to finish over the top of them and hope he does at a, at a pretty big price. The one, so you win, as I touched on, probably likely to be an Ipswich for the Ipswich Cup, but if here has to be included. Three, Yonkers. Um, an excellent form, this preparation, and um, again, knuckled down to win last week, beating one who, who was spotting five and a half kilos, and the four, Parry Sound, he's knocking on the door. Yeah, seldom far away and, and drawn well again. Seven, one, three, six. All right, well, in that one race, we have knocked off Joel's best on the program approach to Screet and Daniel's value, Berdebeck. So, uh, Joel, tell us about your value bet, which comes up in the eighth. Yeah, going against the Godolphin uh, hot pot here, number seven, Cartelin, who certainly uh, looks smart um, and will be hard to beat. But I thought 12 Rock My Wand represented good each way value. And she was group two placed back in the spring, third behind Instant Celebrity in the Thousand Guineas Prelude. Excellent form. Her fresh run at Rose Hill was okay. Uh, just got back and never really got into the race. But nice improvement next time at Randwick with the 58 kilos, sticking near the inside and finishing third behind Gravina who bolted in and was a winner last week to frank the form. Tycoonist was second. He had no luck his next start and will start favourite earlier in the day. I think third up on rain-affected ground, double figures each way all day, rock my wand. And Daniel, your best comes up uh, earlier in the program and uh, Joel likes it too, race four, number one, Lakeen. Yeah, we were both on him. <clears throat> I think we made him our best bet, so best value um, at Rose Hill last month and a uh, month later, still not sure how he got beaten by Achiever. He, he looked home for all money there. Um, it was an encouraging um, performance. So stepping up in trip to the 2000 metres. Uh, he hasn't had luck, much luck throughout the preparation and thought he was going to get the job done last last time, but just grabs late. I think, again, bitter. It does mean a pretty promising one and no compromise here, but um, does tick... Um, does get through the wet ground seemingly pretty pretty decently, and I think he can go one better now, Lakeen. Race four, number one. All righty. Flemington is the venue for Melbourne racing on Saturday. There's a black-type race there as well. It is race seven, the AR Creswick Stakes, uh, 1,200 metres, set weights and penalties for three-year-olds, Joel. Yeah, interesting race. Um, I am keen each way on the first emergency if he sneaks into the race. Number 15, Rights of Man. I've liked the look of this bloke for a long time. He's showed an abundance of ability and jump outs over a couple of different preps before he got to the races. He's very well bred, uh, half-brother to uh, the Caulfield Guineas winner, uh, shooting to win. Uh, and the uh, smart sprint of deep field. So he's got a great pedigree, this bloke. 
he won on debut. He was then second at Pakenham. Didn't have much go right at the Valley. They tipped him out, gave him a, bit of, a little bit of time. I thought his fresh run was excellent at Sandown with 59 and a half. Had the best last 400 of the meeting behind Imperial Hilton, who looks smart. He's gone to Adelaide and won. Just think he's a good each way player if he gets a run number 15. 11 Aidensfield, a bit of an old favourite. She's uh, wasn't able to win through the spring, but did a pretty good job until she reached the mile of the Guineas. One run last prep, and she pulled up lame. So just hoping she can bounce back to her best. She's jumped out well. Uh, one Curran, no knock on him, just continues to go through the grades well. And in for fourth, number seven, Sir Davy. Interesting approach from the Mar Eustace Yard. He's got a good turn of foot, this horse. It was ran some very good sectionals there at Sandown. He comes back in distance with the blinkers on. I think that might be a good recipe, and yeah, I'll certainly be keeping him very safe. But a, a wide race. I'm with 15 from 11, 1, and 7. Got the one on top, Curran, that uh, first look at the Flemington Straight last start, he did it with ease, and he was in the end. And uh, very dominant performance to keep his, his inform, keep his form going. He's been sort of a revelation, uh, this horse, uh, in his first preparation. It goes up to 59 kilos. That is obviously a query. He comes up against some really good horses. So, um, I think he's the one to beat again on what he's done so far. So one on top. I've got the four in next Pioneer River. Um, does get a two, two, two kilo weight swing on Curran from their last meeting. I thought was from a long way back. Ran on pretty well there. His second up form reads well. So I think he'll certainly derive benefit. Whereas um, um, so it will certainly benefit from the first up run under his belt. I've got the nine, Stella Pauline, and next she tackled a pretty hot race last start in Brisbane and uh, wasn't beaten a long way, only four lengths. So it was sort of at the rear of the field there. She beat the smart April rain the start prior, and um, I love that run in the PJ Bell, three back behind Matchmaker at a huge price. So at her best, she can mix her form, this filly, but she's certainly good enough. And in for four, we've got the seven, Sir Davey. One, four, nine, seven. Uh, I thought Snickerdoodle Dandy, despite coming back from 1400 to 1200 could get the money here from Sir Davey. Uh, Curran and Pioneer River, 371 and 4. Tell us about your specials, Joel, at Clinic. My value comes up in race 6. This is uh, the three-year-old stain contest on the program. And, you know, I'm loath to jump into synthetic form usually, but I'm <laughs> going with one that comes off a... Synthetic maiden win here, number 12, Unique Artist. This filly caught the eye at her debut over 1,200, hit the line really well, didn't quite go on with it at Sandown. Her first up run was just okay at sale, but she was never going to lose at Pakenham. She lobbed into a good spot, made an early move and, and put them to the sword. That was with the blinkers on. Got an international pedigree, this girl. I just think she's going to run 2,000 metres out strongly, but just with that little asterisk of the uh, synthetic and, and coming onto the turf. But uh, I'm going to back her each way. And my best, well, again, at good odds and in a tricky little race, but it's a tricky program. So I've gone with nine Bandersnatch in race eight. Just hope he gets a little bit of luck early from the gate. But he is versatile. They can ride him back or on, on speed. Probably prefer him on speed. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. But he didn't have much luck at this course uh, back in December when he was a $2.60 favourite behind Mr. Moneybags. Uh, he needed the run first up, but I thought he improved nicely next time out at Randwick behind Lena's hero. I just thought he would run uh, a good race at each way odds. My best bets come up later in the day. Race 9, Flemington Red Can Man. Uh, very good horse fresh. He's a 
formerly trained in WA. Now, the same owners um, have taken <clears throat> taken over to Victoria, where he's now in the care of David Brodyoke. He was very good in a recent Trialden trial. Um, as I said, excellent fresh record. He's back in grade. He contested the... He didn't win last preparation, but he contested Group 2, Group 3 races mainly. He ran well, well, well in, a, in a Group 1 railway stakes uh, last preparation. So uh, whilst not winning his form, I thought was was pretty decent. Uh, he's back in grade for this. And as I said, very good first up record with Jamie Carr taking the ride. So Red Can Man might be too good for those in the last. The value comes up in race eight. I like the seven Arameo. Look, he does have to jump from the widest gate. But his last start at Flemington over this trip was was excellent. Without much luck, he ran the quickest last 200 metres there. And he should have finished much closer to the winner on that occasion, Aramara. I think he's going well this time in. And um, yeah, for an informed combination, Thornton and Waller as well. So each way are at $16, Aramara. Race eight, number seven. Uh, my best was the unbeaten race five, number nine, Kurabui. And I thought that uh, the Tasmanian... Race four, number 10, Runaway Girl. A little bit disappointing uh, coming to Caulfield uh, off some very consistent Tasmanian form, but the step up here to 1,400 metres uh, at which trip she has placed behind uh, Still a Star and De Roche, a couple of Tasmanias. Best fillies could be a bit of value each way there. Race four, number 10, Runaway Girl. Murray Bridge is the venue for South Australian Metro Racing on Saturday, and once again, uh, big fields pretty much throughout the day there. Daniel, what did you like? Pretty keen on one in the last in the, the form of Great Diviner. I think he's a very promising three-year-old. <clears throat> More upside than, than these. He's uh, meets a pretty um, a benchmark 60 with not a whole – well, it's got a long tail. I can say there's a couple of good chances there, but I think Great, great Divine is certainly upside. It was excellent last start on the Morphville Parks track, um, a long way off on the turn, and really attacked the line. It just missed the winner. Um, it really exploded late. The last 100 metres was, uh, was excellent. I um, think he's got a future and can get the job done here. Race nine, number four. I'm with stable mates. Uh, newly acquired stablemate for Will Clarkin in race seven, which is the eight street tough, formerly Tassie, Tassie Horse, um, trained by Scott Brunton now with the care of Will Clarkin. Very good fresh record, three wins and three minor placings from from eight starts. Recent trial um, was what made me so keen to back him first up. He he led them up, he led he led them up there and, and really kicked nicely when asked for an effort to the last two hundred meters of the of the trial. So. Very honest, consistent gelding. He goes well fresh and trialling well into this. I think we'll certainly give a sight first up and at each way odds. So happy to play. Race seven, number eight, Street Tough. Like anything at Murray Bridge, John? No, nothing for me there this week, Parks. All righty. In Perth, they are racing once again at Belmont. There is a black type race. It is the Waroa Belmont Guineas, race eight. And BJ Ryan, our man in Perth, very confident that uh, the favourite Billy Ain't Silly can get the job done there. That is number two. To beat She's a Charmer, try for us, and uh, Kerman Rock. BJ's best is race seven, number three, Amasinus. And his value bet, race two, number three, Brother Paddy. 
Earlier in the day, across the Tasman, Joel, they are racing at Ruakaka and Awapuni. Yeah, Ruakaka, always good to have a venue uh, racing there during the winter because the track never gets too wet. Uh, my best bet comes up in race eight. And it's number three, Chevelle Promoteur. Did a really good job, uh, this bloke, in his first New Zealand campaign. He had two wins in three seconds. He's trialled really well leading into this. He's got the 60 kilos, but he can race on speed. And I think he'll take plenty of beating first up. Uh, the value, a bit of a money munch of this horse, but I'm just hoping I can land him on the right day. Race seven, number seven, Orakai Overlord. He hasn't won for a while, but I thought he was going okay prior to the last run where he went from 1,600 to 22. He sat three wide, did loom halfway up the straight and then battled. He'll be better for that run under the belt. He does prefer the firmer tracks. Uh, so, look, I'm going to go with him each way in a, a tricky event. Uh, Awapuni is the other meeting. My best is race five, number four, Morna Kia. Ran well at this track in listed grade last time. That is up in weight, but small field and just thought he was ready to win fourth up. And my value bet, tricky meeting because a lot of small fields and I know there's no each way or no third place betting in race six, but hopefully he can run top two. Number four, Ehu. Hadn't raced for a while, this bloke. Steered a very wide course at Ellerslie. He was five, six horses away from the fence and knocked up on a, on a fast speed there. But his form through the last winter was very good. He won a couple of races at Tarapa. He'll be fitter, second up, and hopefully not one run too soon. But, uh, yeah, hopefully he can run top two. Race six, number four. Okie dokie. That wraps up the preview section of the podcast. Brings us to our best $20 bet of the weekend, Lazy Lobsters. Well, no good last week. We've uh, dropped back off, although, Daniel, uh, no doubt you'll be making excuses for Garibaldi. Uh, yeah, I thought he had his chance. Um, yeah, I'd like to, but uh, I thought I thought he sort of did have his chance there and, um, yeah, just got that one wrong, I think. All right. Well, what are you going for this week? We'll go to Adelaide. Uh, come off a good price um, so far. Looks to have plenty of ability and should... If he's as good as I think he is, he should get um, win that benchmark 60 in the last race, uh, race nine, number four. John? Yeah, well, I've steered away from my best bet in Sydney the last two Saturdays, and they're both won. So the horse has bolted. Let's jump on. Hopefully we'll get three in a row and, and we'll land a $20 bet. Race seven at Rose Hill, number 12, approach discreet. He's around $9, so let's go 10 each way. And with Daniel going to Adelaide, I'm going to go for his best, which I also like, at uh, Flemington. And that is, in the last, race nine, number one, Red Can Man. Well, that leaves us only to remind you to pick up your winning post if you haven't already. It is uh, live online now via winningpost.com.au. Just click on the link in the main story. And in the shops, uh, first thing Fridays, uh, before you start sending us emails, calls and letters, uh, just uh, bear in, uh, be assured that uh, the calendar is coming out this year. It will be in your winning post of 
Saturday, July 31. So that will be available in the shops on Friday, July 30. No doubt you're looking forward to that. But in the meantime, uh, enjoy the weekend. Back plenty of winners. And we'll talk to you next week on the Preview Podcast.